Welcome to another episode of the Red River Rising. I'm Pastor Mike along with author Rick Salcida, and it is a beautiful sunny day here in Tennessee. And I hope it is where you're at, but if it's not, then hopefully we can share some sunshine with you. We've got a great message lined out today. It's entitled, Don't Get Snake Bit. I'm sure this is going to turn into a multi-part uh, series, but that's why I'm excited about it. I hope you are too. And uh, Rick, get us, get, us, get us started here. What are we, what are we going to talk about today? Well, the the lesson focuses on um, what you should do when you have a, a bad attitude. Now, we all have, you know, we all run out of patience. We all have bad days. We all get in an ill mood. Mm-hmm. But the key is, how do you respond? How do you react to that? Do you let the, the uh, bad attitude influence your actions and your words? Mm-hmm. If you do, we're going to see how that will neg- negatively impact your life going forward. Right. But, you know... Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, Rick, I see here we're going to get started out of numbers. Kind of set the scene for us a little bit here. What's our first example taken out of? Well, we, Israel is traveling through the wilderness, and they, they, they've got a certain destination they're heading to. And if they can go through the kingdom of Edom, okay. then it, it'll it, that's the most direct route. Okay. Okay, And but, you know, they stopped at the border, and they... they uh, Beseeched Edom for permission mm-hmm. to go through the, the land, and, and then that's where where the story starts off at. Okay, all right, all right. It's uh, it starts Numbers twenty verse fourteen. Moses sent messengers from Kadesh to the king of Edom, saying, "This is what your brother Israel says: You know all about our hardships that have come upon us." Verse seventeen and eighteen. Please let us pass through your country. We will not go through the field or the vineyard or drink water from any well. We will travel along the king's highway and not turn to the right or to the left until we have passed through your territory. But Edom answered, You may not pass through here. If you try, we will march out and attack you with the sword. Uh, Verse 21 and 22. Since Edom refused to let them go through their territory, Israel turned away from them. The whole Israelite community set out from Kadesh and came to Mount Hor. So they asked permission. They were they were being friendly. They were being peaceful. They were being polite. Yeah. You know, and actually the the Edomites and the Israelites are are relatives. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Edom, the Edomites are the the descendants of Esau. So you know Esau and Jacob. So they were really they were they were kinfolk. Right. Um, and so the Israelites were showing them due respect mm-hmm. for their brethren, um, but the Edomites. Um, Reacted with hostility. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't think it was really that big of a thing to ask just to travel straight through their land, right, on mm-hmm. the road that's established for them to, to be yeah. able to go on. Yeah. Right? I mean, you wouldn't think yeah. it would be that big of a deal. And I'm sure that's what they thought, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what the Israels, Israelites thought. Yeah. But um, I'm guessing that the Edomites uh, feared that this was a, a trick. Right. So fear that played into it. And I'm sure the enemy had something to do with that. Sure, sure, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so um, – even though Israel's destination didn't change, now they had to take the long way around. Mm-hmm. And we might sit, find in our personal lives that if God calls us to do something, mm-hmm. and then there's roadblocks in the way, and we have to take the long way around, don't get discouraged. You know, if God called you to do something, um, if if you if you um, stick to it. God will see that it that it gets done. Right. What's that old saying? Nothing worth having 
it comes easy or something like that. Um, you know, sometimes you've really got to put the effort in to get to yeah. to, to where it is that you're supposed to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, the more blood, sweat, and tears you have to put into something, mm-hmm. the more you appreciate and value it. Yeah, that's right. Well, the Bible talks a lot about that, how patience brings uh, perfection, especially in righteousness with it. So, mm-hmm. anyway, yep, continue on there, brother. All right. Verses uh, 23 and 24. At Mount Hor, near the border of Edom, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Aaron will be gathered to his people. And down in verse 29 it says, And when the whole community learned that Aaron had died, all the Israelites mourned for him for 30 days. So here they are on this journey through the wilderness, mm-hmm. and now they have to take the long way around. So they're discouraged. They're, they're encountering hardships. Mm-hmm. On top of that, their chief priest dies. Right. So now they're grieving over the death of one of their leaders. Yeah. Yeah, because you remember Aaron was really the spokesman for Moses, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that's what they heard of more than they actually heard from Moses himself was from Aaron. True. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah. Um, right. So the next thing happens in verse 21, verse 1. It says, When the Canaanite king of Arad, who lived in the Negev, heard that Israel was coming along the road to Atharim, he attacked the Israelites and captured some of them. So now, on top of everything else, mm-hmm. an enemy attacks them. Okay, so now, that, so they're really going through a rough time right now, and I can see why they would get discouraged, disgruntled, and have a bad attitude. Yeah. So let's see. They started out wanting to take the simple path through kinfolk's land that would have taken them straight to their destination. It's kind of, you know, like the game of Monopoly. You know, do not pass go. You know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just go straight to jail, right? Kind of yeah. deal, going straight through. But they yeah. they had a straight path they'd go. They received hostility, turned around, turned away from that, had to turn around, go around, and while going around, now they're attacked. Right. Yeah, I, you know, it, it's starting, this is almost like real life for us, yeah. right? It just seems like, you know, one thing and then another, almost like yeah. the domino effect is what we call it, right? Yeah, I'm sure they were all thinking, if Edom just let us go through their land, this wouldn't have happened, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. and, uh, uh-huh. But see, they... In at this point, they still responded properly. In the in the following verses, I'm not going to read them, but in the following verses, they sought guidance from the Lord, mm-hmm. and they they obeyed what God said and, and attacked the enemy, and they were victorious and recaptured all those prisoners. Gotcha. So so in the midst of all their trouble, because they looked to the Lord and and they submitted to what God said, God yeah. gave them the victory. Yeah. But unfortunately, they got worn down. That didn't last. That yeah. attitude didn't last. It's funny how that happens, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then what's next? Um, in verses 4 through 9, it says, They traveled from Mount Hor along the route to the Red Sea to go around Edom. But the people grew impatient. But the people grew impatient mm-hmm. on the way. And they spoke against God and against Moses and said, Why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? There is no bread. There is no water. And we detest this miserable food. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them. They bit the people, and many Israelites died. Hmm. So I'd like to stop right there. Um, There's two ways of looking at verse Mm 6. The traditional way tends to be that God sent the snakes. Right. And God does send calamity. As a form of discipline or even punishment, um, he does do that. But there was an attitude by the ancient writers of Scripture and even um, ancient uh, the scholars that 
translated those scriptures to where that if God allowed something to happen, then God did it. They gave him the credit of having done it. Right. And it's like, um, let's say you are in charge of shipping and receiving department mm -hmm. at a company. And your dock section closes down one afternoon every week to clean the docks. Mm -hmm. um, somebody in the HR department might say, Mike shuts down the docks once a week. Right. Even though that wasn't your initiative or your policy, but right. it was a, a, a area that fell under your authority and you allowed it to happen. Right. You were, you know, you were given credit of having done it. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good analogy. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. And so it's that same school of thought here. Um because if they're traveling through the wilderness, I'm sure the snakes were always there. Right. You know, so what was the difference? They murmured and complained, mm -hmm. brought themselves out from under God's umbrella protection. of protection, yep. and God allowed them to experience the negative consequences of their actions. That's right. That's right. And um, That's and a really good point. I'm glad you brought that out, Rick. Yeah. So, unfortunately, they grew weary in the wilderness and grumbled against God, um, you know. Now, their rebellion, because of their rebellion against God, they broke down their hedge of protection, um, and they got bit by the snakes, and fiery venom filled their veins when they got snake bit. Mm -hmm. Okay? This wasn't, uh, this was a very painful experience when you get snake bit. Right. You know, it, uh, it's just not that the, the venom knocks you out. I mean, you're feel, yeah. uh, feeling a burning, firing pain. Yeah, you're not getting a haircut. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah, That's a good is, way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, you're actually getting something here. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not pleasant by yeah. any means. So, um, you know, in, in Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 8, it says, He who dug a pit will fall into it, and he that breaks down a hedge, a snake will bite him. <laughs> so, in other words, he who breaks down a hedge gets snake bit. Right. Right? And that's what they did is they, they broke down that hedge of protection by murmuring and complaining against God. Yeah. And and what happened? They got snake bit. Yeah. You know, and that same thing happened to Job. Job feared that certain things would happen to him. Mm -hmm. And because he had fear instead of faith, that hedge of protection wasn't there. And when Satan found that out, Satan afflicted him. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so Job tore down that hedge of protection through fear. And he got bit by the biggest snake of all. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, um you know, it's okay to cry out to God for help. Mm -hmm. You know, the the uh, the Israelites could have cried out to God. You know, we're growing weary of this wilderness. You know, we're, we're we don't like the food or the water. You know, Lord help us or, or something like that. Right. Instead of grumbling and complaining, blaming God, it's kind of like the difference between um, a disrespectful child rebuking an adult versus a vulnerable cry for help. Right, and I'm thinking of things that have happened in my life to where. You know, maybe something hadn't gone right or several things haven't gone right. I know you all can relate to that, too. And going, man, this thing's got to do this. Or your car breaks down, and then because your car breaks down, then you can't get into work. And then your work says, well, if you can't get here by 9 o'clock, we're going to suspend you or write you up. And now you've got, you're going to miss more work because, you know, you got a three-day suspension from work and if, or you're put on probation. And then what if you then because of that, then you don't have the money to pay the child care for your mm -hmm. children. And now you got to figure out what you're going to do with your babysitter. And you got a new babysitter. All these kind of like domino things happen in your life kind of in a row, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's okay to acknowledge that they're not good things. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. You can also, but acknowledging it and petitioning the Lord to help you get through it mm -hmm. and wisdom to make good decisions while you're in this circumstance
sense to be able to bring you back out of it yeah. is completely different than saying, God, why did you let this happen? Yeah. I prayed over my car. Why did you let it break down? Yeah. Instead of saying, God, I need you to show me the way yes. to get through this. Exactly. Big difference. Big difference. Yeah. And some people uh, would even go as far as to blame God. Why, sure. God, why are you doing this to me? Sure. Yeah. yeah. And how often does God get blamed for what the devil does in our lives? Yeah, yeah. You know? Or And sometimes, you know, we do it. <laughs> yeah, we, consequences we, of our right. actions. Our own actions. we yeah. got free will. We yeah. can make those decisions. Ain't mm-hmm. nobody influences us sometimes yeah. except our own thoughts. Yes. And so yeah. we will do that and then attribute it to somebody. We'll, give, we'll put blame off on others. We'll even give the devil credit when the devil doesn't deserve credit. Yeah. We'll do that, too. Yeah. So... We, you're, yeah. you're exactly right, and we'll put God in, in the position of making that authority when really we have that authority to do that as well, make that right or wrong decision right. in that. Yeah, so. and I like where you said uh, it's you know it's okay to petition the Lord in the midst of your negative circumstances because David did that. Yeah, David complained to the Lord. Yeah. You know, so I guess there's a difference between complaining to the Lord and complaining at the Lord. Yeah. Well, you notice you what know. it said. It said against. God mm-hmm. and Moses against yeah. God against Moses. Yeah. Not complaining to God or complaining to Moses. Now, I'm not. We don't need to complain. But it, switch that word out. Complaining with acknowledge. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to acknowledge things to God. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. what we should be doing. We acknowledge what it is. The reality is, is my car's broke down. Yeah. The reality is, is that maybe I've lost my job or my child care. That's mm-hmm. the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. So I can acknowledge that reality to God, but not complain about it to where complaining puts it all on them, all on the Lord. Yeah. You know, you're responsible for all this. Yeah. What well, are you going to do about it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Instead of acknowledging yeah. it and say, God, this is what I'm in. Yeah. Help me get through this, Lord. You know, give me the insight, the patience, the wisdom, all mm-hmm. the things the Bible tells us that we can have if we ask. Yeah. So that's what we need to be doing. Yeah. Well, most of the time so, we don't. We'll complain and then we stop. That's yeah. the end of it. We'll gripe to God. I can't believe this, blah, 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 blah. And then we're done. We mm-hmm. don't even realize, but we're done. We never seek God afterwards. Yeah. We, we think we do. Somehow in our brain we process that we, we ask God for help, but we really didn't ask God for help. We just complained to him. Right. That's all we did in our yeah. prayer. I can't believe this, Lord. You know my situation. God, this is so horrible. Oh, oh. And then we're done. And not once did we ever say, Lord, I trust you. Mm-hmm. I trust your well, guidance, God. Yeah. Lord, Lead show me. me the way. Yeah. That's right. Lead yeah, me. Make, yeah. yeah. And um, once you do, you know, and if you if you take that a step further and you are complaining at God or against God, then all you've done is set up. You've allowed negative forces to come into your life and make your situation worse. Sure, because that's when that's when the devil will come and play. He'll start whispering in your ear, mm-hmm. telling you, "Hey, yeah, remember, yeah, well, I, you said something. God just didn't do this. Remember last year when mm-hmm. you, you know?" And he'll he'll do all that. He'll want to that'll open that doorway. The psyops. That's right. That's right. That's no, good. Yep. <laughs> that's right. That's right, Rick. So. Uh, Israel was going through a hard time, and, and I don't think this time period was very long. We're probably talking a week, maybe two weeks. Mm. You know, all this bad stuff just piling on one after another, and they allowed it to, uh, you know, they allowed a bad attitude to fill their veins, compelling them to murmur and complain and grumble. Um, it, so that bad attitude was like that fiery venom from the snake. It was just racing through their, their veins, mm-hmm. and it compelled them to murmur, complain, and grumble against God. So they, you know, so they were snake bit. 
Yeah. You know, and anyone that's got a bad attitude and allows that to cause them to be disgruntled and, and murmur and complain, they're snake bit. Yeah. You know, so we, we want to be careful not to allow ourselves to get snake bit. And we don't want to hang around other people that are snake bit, too. Right. You know, if, if, if there's other people murmuring and complaining, we want to stay away from them because that stuff's contagious. Well, they've also obviously got a snake around them. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of distance yourself from, yeah. them, from that. Well, that's good, Rick. That's really good. And I think that's a good segue into leading off for part two of next week then, Rick. Because mm-hmm. i I got to tell you, I, I, I see how now you've tied it all in together into the lesson plan of the don't get snake bit with the attitude. That's mm-hmm. really good, brother. Yep. That's really good. Thank you. Well, folks, I, I'm excited about it. I hope you got something out of today's message. I'm sure you did. I, we pray you did. And uh, stick around. We'll be back with part two and uh, get probably end up having to get uh, maybe three parts out of this uh, this series here but but anyway till next time god bless you i'm pastor mike along with rick salcida and rick get us on out of here then all right prepare your heart for the coming revival amen